Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. Uh, we want to say God bless you to each and every one of the people of God today. And uh, we want to uh, get right into our broadcast today. Uh, we definitely want to give honor to God who's ahead of our life. We want to give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church and to First Lady Paulette Murchison and to my own lovely wife, Missionary Janice Newson. And so we thank and praise God for what God is uh, continually uh, bless us. And so we thank God for his uh, divine favor and blessings upon our lives. And we're here to serve the people of God. Uh, let us start um, in a brief word of prayer. We want to honor our presiding uh, Bishop, Dr. Charles uh, Bennett and our assisting presiding Bishop, Bishop Charles H. Webb and their wives. Uh, we definitely want to say to the people of God, there is a lot going on uh, in our world today. And as you know, uh, we just got through Hurricane Ida and some other things that have been going on, but COVID is still on the rise. Uh, however, we want to be watchful for our children and let us remain, uh, you know, diligent and prayerful. Uh, first line of business we want to uh, take care of today. So want to acknowledge the Lord in prayer. And so we get ready to go before his throne and we thank God for those of you that are on the broadcast with us on Podbean and on YouTube and Facebook. So we want to say God bless you to our live stream and our Podbean audience. God bless you. We have our prayer warriors on with us today. And so we want to say praise the Lord to all the people of God. So we thank you for your feedback and uh, for you coming on being with us today. And uh, we do have an interactive broadcast that if you uh, may have uh, a testimony or praise report uh, after I get through the prayer. Uh, we'll take a few minutes where you can call us and share your praise report, and then we'll get right into the Bible class. But we we want to let you know what the phone number is so you can call us and we can uh, do an interactive uh, broadcast. So if you desire to share with us, you can uh, definitely do that. Uh, someone wants to come in now, so we're gonna we're gonna allow them to. Uh, we're going to allow them to come on, uh, if they request to come on, uh, let's see if they are come back. Uh, so if they would, uh, like to, they can do it through the Podbean app or they can do it on the phone. My phone number is 414-628-0568. Uh, please let us get into the prayer and then, uh, we will, uh, open up the line for you. You can just, uh, hit the Podbean app for an invite and we'll go ahead and allow you to come in on the air with us. And so let us go before the Lord at this time. Eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, O oh Lord, we come again before thy presence to give you thanks, glory, honor, and praise. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for, O oh God, just being a great God to us. Thank you, Lord, for being a prayer answering God as we pray today. Oh, God, we pray, God, that your, oh God, anointing would, oh God, bless and strengthen the body of believers even in this Bible class, Bible study session, we ask, oh God, you would touch each and every believer, those that are, oh God, you're speaking to today. We ask you would, oh God, open up their understanding to the scriptures and, oh God, touch your people and strengthen them, oh God. Oh God, through, oh God, Joe, oh God, healing and cleansing blood. We thank you and we praise you for it. And we claim a great deliverance by faith in Jesus' name. Help us to decrease that your anointing may increase. And, oh, God, that we would speak words that would edify the people of God. And, Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise. 
Bless, oh God, the families, the bereaved families. Oh God, the Broussard Banks, oh God, the Howard, the Harvey family, and many others, God. Oh God, to whom, oh God, we, oh God, may or may not be connected with. We're praying, God, that the people of God will receive comfort because you are the God of all comfort. And Father, we thank you and we forever give you praise in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen. Amen. So we thank God for that. Uh, we're going to go ahead and um, open the line up for you. You can uh, call us 414-628-0568. So you can go ahead and call us at this time uh, as we get into this Bible class, 414-628-0568. And this is uh, for you that may have a testimony or praise report. Uh, we're going to be talking from uh, a very... Uh, few passages of scripture, about six scriptures. We have about six scriptures. We actually have more than that, but we want to mainly try to stay with about six scriptures. I think we can get through that in one hour. So we want to go through about six scriptures today, uh, our main theme scriptures, and then we'll list some of the other scriptures that you can reference in your study time. Uh, the first thing we want to talk about today is the watchfulness for the Lord. And this is going to be uh, we're going to try to finalize this series uh, by Friday. But if we do not finalize it, we'll just continue it. But I want you to know we're talking about watchfulness for the Lord. And this is uh, uh, for the believer. And this also can be uh, uh, a staunch warning for the unbeliever that if we have not uh, made our uh, peace with God through repentance, water baptism in Jesus name and receiving the Holy Ghost. There's still yet uh, space of grace and time open for you to be saved. And so the doors of the church is still open. But as uh, a believer, as a servant, based on the scripture, we can't tell you how long that's going to be. And so that's why we're going to be talking from the uh, subject of the watchfulness of the Lord for the Lord, because no man know the day nor the hour when the son of man shall come. And so we want to make sure that we're giving you all uh, the uh, encouragement and motivation that you need to start running for Jesus Christ. All right. And so let us let us get into the scripture. All right. So we're going to get into it today. Um, one of the first things we want to do is we want to go to uh, my first scripture that I'm going to call. Uh, let's go to Matthew chapter 24. Uh, remember now, we started in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 and verse number <laughs> 7 down through about 18. But we finished up in the latter part where it talked about the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and the trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. And the word of God said, comfort one another with these words. We want to encourage people of God as we go into Matthew chapter 24. We want to start at about 42. All right. Matthew chapter 24, verse number 42. All right. And so when you get there, we're going to talk about some things. Uh, I may start up upwards a little bit uh, so you can get the gist of it. In Matthew 24 and 36, he says, but of that day and hour, no man know it, not no, not the angels of heaven, 
but my father only. And he says, he makes a comparison here and he says, but as the day of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. For as in those days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage. That's what it says here. Until the day that Noah entered the ark. Hmm? And knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the son of man be. We know as a church, we know as believers that the coming of the Lord should not overtake us as a thief in the night. We are watching and we're preparing for the return of the Lord. All right. So I don't know uh, if some people have fallen asleep or what the case is. But as believers, we're looking for Christ in the second coming. And the Bible talks about it's going to be swift and it's going to be sudden. Hmm? There won't be no opportunity for no last minute repenting. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm trying to give you good news, but oh, Lord. There won't be no last minute chance for repenting and bargaining and trying to get things right. This is why it's important. While you have the opportunity now and the power to uh, make the sound right decision, a soul decision is an opportunity for you to receive Christ. Okay. Uh, the choice we have already made will determine our eternal destiny. So whatever, whatever choice you make and when God uh, uh, come back for his people, uh, come back to rapture church out of here. Uh, it will be too late to make any changes. Okay. So I just want to make sure that we understand this. Hmm? And we shouldn't worry about a date. Too many people worried about what day he going to return instead of preparing themselves and being watchful for the Lord, because he's soon to come. We can see all these calamities, See all these things happening. The Lord is soon to come. All right. We're going to go to verse 40, Matthew 24 and 40. He says here, then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Mm. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two men shall be grinding at the, it says two women rather, shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Will that be you? Hmm? Don't answer it. Will that be you? If you're harboring unforgiveness, if you're harboring ill will toward your fellow, uh, brother and sister, your neighbor, as the Bible said, love thy neighbor as thyself. If you got unrepented sins that you've been putting off, hmm, 
it says one shall be taken and the other left. Will that be you? If I, if it was me today, oh Lord, I'd be, oh Lord, I would definitely consider not holding anything. Look at this. I would consider getting my repentance and getting my apology or whatever it is, getting it right. Because God is not going to get you for what people do to you. He's going to get you for what you do to them. Look at this. He says in verse number 42, he uses a stark warning and he says, watch. In 42, Matthew 24 and 42, he says, watch. Therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord do it come. He gives a clear, oh Lord, he gives a clear, stark warning here that we should watch for no ye, for, for ye know not what hour your Lord do it come. He says, but know this. He leaves something on record. Jesus, this is in red writing. He leaves this on record because some people don't believe the other writing, but all scripture is given by the inspiration of God and it's profitable doctrine, huh? Reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be third, may be perfect and thoroughly furnished unto all good works. So it's very important that we look at this in Matthew 24 and 43. He says, but know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch or what time the thief would come, he would have watched and would not suffer this house to be broken up. Praise God. Hmm? So he wouldn't suffer his house to be broken up and he would have prevented it or would have made the necessary things uh, uh, take taking care of the necessary things. So his house wouldn't suffer loss. Praise God. Look at this. Now he would have watched and would not suffer his house to be broken up. He says, therefore be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not, the son of man coming hmm? at a time that we think not he's coming back who then is a faithful wise servant whom the Lord has made rule over his household to give him meat in due season blessed is the servant whom his Lord when he cometh finds so doing hmm? he says uh, verily I say unto you uh, he says that he shall make him rule over all his goods. But if that evil servant shall say in his heart, the Lord delay his coming and shall begin to smite. This is what I'm saying now. This is what I'm saying. Listen to me now. This is what I'm saying. There is no time to be fighting. Hmm? I know. I know. Other than fighting the good fight of faith. People now. Oh, well, let me put this like this. Church going folk think they can fight now in the church. Hmm? 
church-going folk think they can fight. But there is no fighting over here, praise the Lord, hmm? unless you're fighting the good fight of faith. Look at this now. He says, but if that evil servant, he calls them evil, shall say in their heart, in their mind, well, the Lord ain't going to come back and get me today. So I'll, I'll oh, some people say they're going to lay their Holy Ghost down and they're going to fight and pick it back up. And shall begin to smite his fellow servant and eat and drink and be drunken with wine. You got people now going to church. They think it's okay to drink, uh, smoke weed, and do all kinds of stuff. Hmm? Because they feel like, oh, uh, if my pastor say I can do it, it's okay. <laughs> oh, let me get out of here. I, I'm not going to get on my soapbox today. I'm going to stay right down here. Look at this. People think it's okay to transgress God's law because they feel like God is a forgiving God and I can get it together later on. But what if God comes back? My question is this. What if the Lord come back? While you are caught up in your, you know, your own drunkenness. Hmm? What if the Lord returns then? Hmm? Think about it. He says, and shall begin to smite his fellow servant, eating, drinking, be, uh, you know, and drink with drunkenness. And the Lord of the servant shall come in the day when he looked not for him in an hour that he is not aware. Being drunk, man, you're not even aware. Hmm? And shall cut him asunder and appoint him his portion with the hypocrites. Hmm. Look at this. Gonna cut him his portion with the hypocrites. You've been playing church so long that you don't even, oh, Lord, that is real to you. To be a hypocrite, oh, Lord, is a good actor. There should be weeping and gashing, gnashing, of tea. There should be weeping and gnashing of tea. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a tough time. I want to let you know. We need to be watching for the Lord. Hmm? Because the Lord is soon to come. I'm going to be talking about this watchfulness for the Lord. And we're going to be going to the meat of our subject today. Our subtopic today or our subject matter today is to protect your seed. It's very vital that the believer protects that innermost seed that's been planted in them. Because if the enemy can cause you not to bring forth, not to birth out what God has put in you, oh, Lord, have mercy. Hmm? One planet, one water, but God give the increase. But if the enemy can get at that seed, it would never get increased. It would never uh, turn into a hundredfold seed. Praise God. And so what the enemy job is, is to destroy every believer's growth and development. Hmm? And oh, one of my prayer warriors, I'm going to read something uh, they had shared with us. They said, we need to change. We need to repent. And we need to know to be obedient to the father because <laughs> the father will come at any moment. Thank you. Prayer warrior. 
he he's in agreement with the teaching to the, today. He says that God will come at any moment. Hmm? And you don't have no extra time. Praise God. You can keep reading Matthew 25, but we got to go on now. I want to go to my next scripture. Uh, I didn't, I don't know if I got to 51, but we're going to go to our next scripture. Um, yeah, we did. We're going to go to our next scripture. We're going to go to, uh, let's go to uh, our next scripture, which is found in Mark uh, uh, chapter 14. We're going to go to Mark 14 and uh, 32. Mark chapter uh, 13, I'm sorry. Mark chapter 13, verse number 32. I'm going to give you time to go to it. Uh, we're going to take our time today. Mark chapter 13, verse number 32. Chapter 13, verse number 32 of St. Mark. All right. All right. So we're going to go to it now and read it. It says, but of that day and that hour, no man know it. Look at this. This is a parallel. No, not the angels which are in heaven. Neither this, these are the synoptic writings, neither the son, uh, but the father. Look, he says here in verse number 33, take ye heed, watch and pray. Now I want to let you know, I researched this and looked at this watch and pray is listed four and four occurrences in the new Testament and three times is in the synoptic writings. Okay. All right. And then you'll find the other one in later on in the new Testament. That'll be the fourth one, but watch and pray is in the new Testament in four occurrences, uh, which is very, very important that it occurs more than twice. <laughs> Praise Lord. Praise the Lord. It occurs more than twice, which emphasize that we need to be watchful. He says in Mark 13 and 34, for the son of man uh, is a man taking a far journey who left his house and gave authority to his servant and to every man his work and commanded the porter to watch. He said, watch ye therefore, know not when the master of the house cometh at even or midnight or at the cock corner in the morning, lest suddenly he find you sleeping, sleeping in dangerous time. Praise God. It's really dangerous to be sleeping when we got all of this uh, uh, calamity and destruction that's going on. And we have not, uh, gotten alert enough to realize that time is crept up on us and we have less time than we had yesterday. And he says in verse 36, less coming suddenly find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all watch. When I read this and, and, and was studying this, the first thing, the Lord gave me on this was that not just I need to watch all believers need to watch praise God. And that's why I felt it's very an urgent matter to share, uh, protect your seed because we all need to be watching. 
because the devil is after the seed that God has planted in you, the word that God has planted in you, the enemy wants to uproot it and cause you to be weakened and cause you to fall away from your steadfastness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory. And so we need to watch saints, believers, hmm? becoming saints. We need to be watchful. Praise God. We got to watch what we hear, what we allow going our ear and eye gate. Oh, Lord, we got to, oh, Lord, we really got to watch mm, the word we digest because there's a lot of things that are on, uh, you know, uh, social media that's good. There's a lot of things on TV that's good as well as bad. So I want to make sure I make that clear today. If they're not dealing with the scripture for the basis of their teaching and dealing with their opinions or feelings about what they think the scripture, uh, oh Lord, dealing with, because the Bible said there's no private interpretation of the scripture. So all scripture, oh Lord, is given by the inspiration of God. All scripture is interpreted by scripture because there's no private interpretation. And so if we cannot decipher the scripture, oh Lord have mercy. The Bible tells us to search the scriptures for in them we think we have eternal life. So scripture don't break up. It's line upon line, line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, and precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little. And so we cannot just say, well, I feel like it's this way because then that's my personal opinion. But it tells us plainly here in Mark 13 and 36, lest uh, uh, coming suddenly he find you sleeping. And he says in 37, and what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. And saints, we need to be watching for the Lord. Protect your seed. Praise God. It's very, very important that we uh, continue to watch. Now, we're going to go to Romans 13, 11. I want you to uh, go to Romans, and then we're going to go to Luke. Uh, write down Luke. Uh, we're going to go to Luke um, uh, 21. I think we want to go to Luke 21. Uh, I think that's our next scripture, 21 and uh, 36. Luke 21 and 36. Write that down, Luke 21 and 36. But our next scripture that we're headed to, we're going there now to Romans 13 and 11. Hmm? Now you said, let's see, find you sleeping. Hmm? Now we're going to go to Romans 13 and 11. And we need to take a look at this. Romans 13 and 11. And you have it. We're going to go ahead and recite it for you. But also write down Luke 21 and 36. All right. And we're going to go to Romans 13, 11. And that knowing the time that now it is high time is beyond the proper time <laughs> to awake out of sleep. High time means beyond the proper time. Hmm? He says time to wake out of sleep. He says for now 
is your salvation nearer than when we believe? Every day, our salvation is closer than the day before. Every day, your salvation is closer than the day before. So we don't have no time to waste. Hmm? So it behooves us as believers to get busy. Praise God. Carrying this good news, sharing this good news, and giving out the gospel message of the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, that Christ has risen. Praise God. He's not dead. He's not in the grave, but he's alive forevermore. And he come that you may have life and that you may have it more abundant. Praise God. We're going to go to our next scripture, Luke 21. And we're going to go Luke 21. And I believe I said 36. Let's go Luke 21 and uh, 36. All right. And go to Luke. Uh, Uh, well, we'll 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 go at 34. We'll start at 34. Jesus tells them here as well to remain watchful. Hmm? All right. Luke 21, 34. He says, and take ye heed to yourselves, lest at any time your heart shall be overcharged. Hmm? He said, lest at any time that your heart should be overcharged. Look at this with surfeiting and drunkenness and the cares of this life. And so that the day come upon you unaware. We are in a busy time. People are so busy that they have become too busy. People are so busy that they have become too busy for God. Hmm? We don't even have time to go through our Bible and read the scripture an hour a day. Hmm? We're too busy. We've crammed everything into our schedule and we've crammed God out of, oh Lord, we've crammed God completely out of our schedule. Look at this. And he says here, oh, he says, uh, the cares of this life so that the day come upon you unaware. For as a snare, it shall come upon all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. He said, watch, therefore, verse number 36, Luke 21 and 36. Watch ye therefore and pray. There it is again, second time. Watch and pray. And he says, sometimes. That ain't what the scripture said. He said, always. Watch and pray always. And we think we're doing a good job at it because we do it sometimes. Oh, Lord. I, I'm talking about Brett Newsom. I got, I, I got to save myself. Look at this. Because we do it sometimes. We think we're doing a good job at it. But the Bible says here, watch ye therefore and pray always. And if you praying and ain't watching or you watching and ain't praying, <laughs> you still got a problem. Praise the Lord. That ye may be accounted worthy to escape all these things that shall come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Praise God. 
Lord have mercy. I got to get out of here. Mm. Jesus was telling these disciples that they should pray uh, that they might escape persecution. But you know what? <laughs> We're going to have persecution. We're going to have it. But it's very, very important. Oh, Lord, that we watch and pray. I'm going to go to the next scripture. Let's go to, let's go to Luke 8 and 18. I'm going to go to Luke 8 and 18. It says, take ye therefore how ye hear for whosoever hath to him shall be given and whosoever had not from him shall be taken even that which he seemed to have. Hmm? It's very important. Applying God's word help us to grow. Hmm? And there's a principle of growth, physical, mental, and spiritual life. These all are examples of what I was sharing on Monday about the spiritual atrophy, praise God. And you know, a spiritual atrophy takes place, uh, for example, when a natural, when a physical muscle, when exercise, it grows stronger. Hmm? When your physical muscle is exercised, and we know the Bible said body exercise profit little, but we should still get the little because it's profitable to us. That's not the main thing, but we should get that little so we don't be sick and weak. Praise God. And the same thing, spiritual, if we, spiritually, if we don't watch and pray and read our Bible, we will become spiritually atrophy, spiritual atrophy, and we will be weakened. Mm? And unused muscles grow weak and they become flabby. Hmm? Praise God. Your skin is no longer tight. They become flabby because you get your, oh Lord, there's too much excess there hmm? and not enough muscle. And therefore it makes you weaker in a physical sense. And if you're not growing stronger, you're growing weaker. Oh, <laughs> let me get out of here. Oh Lord have mercy. If you're not growing stronger in God, you're growing weaker. Because there's no, you know, oh, Lord, let me get out of here. I got to go. You're growing weaker. Hmm? You may, this may be up for uh, uh, discussion, but we, 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 uh, we'll pick it back up. Uh, maybe we'll open a line up on Friday for discussion about this. If you're not growing stronger, you're growing weaker. But look at this. Uh it is impossible for you to stand still. Hmm? And the question is, how are we using what God has taught us? How are we using the knowledge that God has taught us or uh, the spiritual leaders have taught us? How are we using that information? Hmm? Are we just letting it go to the side and be dormant and we're doing more carnal things? You know, 
How are we doing? I'm just putting some thought in your mind. You got to protect your seed. Hmm? Just like a mother protects the, 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 the little ones, the children, the mother, you know, and the father, they protect the family. Oh, Lord have mercy. There must be some spiritual protections in place for your spiritual life. You just can't let people tell you anything. You can't let people just give you any, oh, Lord, <laughs> any falsehood, and then you believe it and then don't verify it with Scripture. Hmm? Because if you don't verify with scripture, guess what? It's going to cause you to be weakened. Look at this. This is why we have to make sure we're reading our, reading our word, studying our word, according to 2 Timothy 2 and 15, that we study, show thyself approved unto God, not man. Hmm? We're not trying to uh, show ourselves approved unto man, but to God. And the Bible said a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. When we can't rightly divide, we are on milk, praise God. Hmm? But the Bible just said desire the sincere, sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So we should desire it, but it should cause us to grow stronger, not weaker. All right. Let us take a look at this. We're going to go to our next scripture. Uh, I want to go to... Um, we read Luke 8 and 18. So we're going to go to uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 10. I think I got about four there. Well, and now our last one's going to be uh, Mark uh, 4, chapter 4. We're going to go to Mark chapter 4. And uh, also we're going to go to Revelations 3. But we're going to go to Mark chapter 4 after we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. All right, we're going to get out of here. We want you to write these down. Mark chapter 4. You can read uh, most of Mark chapter four. But we're, that's for your study time. But we're going to get into Mark, but we may not get all of those. Okay. But we're going to get to 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians 10 and 12. That's where we're going. 1 Corinthians 10 and 12. Let's see what we got here. Uh, 1 Corinthians 10 and 12. 1 Corinthians 10 and 12. We're going to read it. We got to avoid. Uh, idol worship watchfulness for the Lord. You know, we can't just bring, let everything come in our ministries and our churches. We got to watch for this idol worship. Praise God. Look at this. Now he says here, wherefore let him that think he stand it, take heed lest he fall. He says there had no temptation taken you, but such is common to man. But God is faithful who would not suffer you to be tempted above that which ye are above that ye are able. Hmm? But will with the temptation make a way to escape that you may be able to bear it. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, Flee from idolatry. He tells them right there. Stay away from this idolatry, Paul tells the Corinthian church. Hmm? Idolatry was a big problem back in their day. Tell them to stay away from it. Protect your seed. Stay away from the idolatry. Hmm? 
There's only one God and only him to be worshipped. Israel got in trouble. Hmm? In Exodus chapter 32, they built a golden calf. Hmm? Y'all ain't going to say that, but let me get on out of here. Hmm? And it's recorded, uh, the incident is re recorded in uh, Numbers 25, 1 through 9. That's where it's recorded. When they engaged in sexual immorality and moral behavior with the Moabite women, and they worshiped Baal, Peor. Look, this is what they did. Hmm? They, and guess what? After they start serving idols, they start complaining about their food. You can tell when a bad spirit has crept into a saint, the first thing they begin to do is complain about everything. Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. I got to get out of here. We ain't, we, we ain't stay on task today. Watchfulness for the Lord. We should be watching for the Lord. And as I said earlier this week, we can watch for everybody but ourselves. Praise God. And I got to make sure I'm watching out for Brother Newsom. Hmm? Because I got to save myself from his untoward generation. Look at this. Let me get on down through here. And we're going to go down. Uh, we, we're going to stop at, uh, oh, well, we got a ways to go here in uh, 10th chapter, 1 Corinthians 10. Hmm? Uh, we're going to skip on down a little bit. We're going to skip down to, um, we're going to skip down to 19. He says, what shall I, he said, what say I then? This is what he says here in 1 Corinthians 10 and 19. He says, what say I then that the idol is anything or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything. But I say the thing uh, which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils. Hmm? Some people practicing witchcraft. Hmm? You can't be in the church and in God at the same time practicing witchcraft. Praise God. Hmm? And oh, Lord, have mercy. We got some witches and some warlocks in the church. Because the Bible says, oh, idolatry mm, is the sin of rebellion. Huh? And stubbornness is the sin of witchcraft. Hmm? Look at this. Uh, he says here, not to God, uh, and I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. Hmm? You cannot drink the cup of the Lord. I'm, I'm reading the scripture now. I'm in 1 Corinthians 10 and 21. You cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the devil. Hmm? What cup is in your hand? Because if it's an alcoholic beverage, you drinking the devil's drink. Hmm? And I'm dealing with it from the point you ain't taking communion. We, we not talking about communion now. We talking about you just drinking to get drunk. All right, I'm going to make it plain for you. Hmm? You just, you, you drinking everything that's got alcohol in it. Praise God. And you ain't doing no communion in those communion service. Hmm? But we have to even be careful with that and examine the Lord's body. Hmm? But you cannot drink. Oh, Lord. Let me read this. First Corinthians 10 and 21 again. He says, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of the of devils. 
you're taking communion at communion time, and then you're going out every week drinking. Let me get out of here. I'm not trying to kill nobody. I'm letting you know you need to be watchful because the Lord is soon to come and you need to get yourself, get your house in order and you need to get saved. Hmm? I need to get saved and you need to get saved. Praise God. <laughs> I'm going to put it like that because sometimes people, they get attitude and say, well, are you just, you know, no, you need to get saved if you're doing that kind of stuff. Look at this. You cannot serve God and mammon. Hmm? No man can serve two masters. Look at this. You cannot be partakers of the Lord ta table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke God? Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? And are we stronger than he? And, you know, we're not stronger than God. So we have to be careful, you know, that we don't transgress the law of God. I want to jump on down. Uh, I, I think I'll stop right there. I think I'll stop right there. And we're going to go to our next scripture. But I wanted to make sure I covered that because so many people, they don't protect their seed. Hmm? They think they can, oh, Lord. People think they can go and, oh, Lord, do all kinds of stuff and say, I still belong to the Lord. Well, that's not scripture because if we sin and we transgress against God, huh? And the Bible said we sin willfully, there remaining no more sacrifice for sin. Now, but the Bible said in 1 John 2 and 1, my little children sin not, for if you sin, you have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So that's saying if the righteous make an error, make a mistake, uh, uh, does something out of uh, ignorance of lack of understanding, the blood of Jesus is there to cleanse us. Hmm? But it's not there for us to abuse grace. Because if we're going to be abuse grace, you go over to Hebrews. It tells if you sin willfully after you receive this, there remain no more sacrifice for sin. So we can't just go around doing things. Oh, Lord, willfully, purposely. Hmm? Because that's not true repentance. True repentance is to turn from your sin to God. All right. From unrighteousness to righteousness. Let me get out of here. I got to go. I'm running out of time. I got about 10 minutes. All right. Uh, let us go to the next scripture. I, I would spend more time on that. Uh, my next scripture I want to call is Mark chapter four. And go to Mark chapter four. I'm going to stay on task today. Uh, Mark chapter four. I could spend more time exhorting these scriptures, but uh, time won't allow me to. So we have to do it uh, in increments. We're going to go Mark chapter four. All right. We're not going to finish this because I can tell you right now, we'll have to pick it back up Friday. We're going to get Mark chapter four. We can get some of this and uh, we'll pick it back up on Friday if the Lord's willing. Mark chapter four. All right. Just bear with me a moment. Mark chapter four. We're going to try to We're going to try to get uh, down through some of this. Mark chapter four, verse number one. All right. I'm going to take a look at it. Mark chapter four, verse number one. And he began again to teach by the seaside. And there was gathered together unto him a great multitude. So that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea. 
and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. And he taught them many things by parables and said unto them in his doctrine. Doctrine means teaching. Jesus taught. And how can you sit around and listen to people and say, uh, you know, this inclusion thing, let us let us all just come together, but let's don't talk about doctrine. Doctrine is simply teaching. And if they're not dealing with doctrine, they teaching something. If they ain't teaching nothing, but we ain't doing nothing, they teaching something. Praise God. So don't let nobody tell you, uh, stay away from doctrine. Doctrine means teaching. And Jesus taught the disciples, the apostles, and the apostles brought it to the church. Praise God. And established it through the scriptures. Praise God. And you'll see it. They obeyed what Jesus' command was. They went and made other disciples. And we have that same responsibility today. But we must take a look at protecting that seed and being watchful because the Lord is coming back. And they knew they had to go to work right away because they know the Lord said he was going to return. Just as he left, he going to return. Praise God. But look at this. He said unto them in his doctrine, hearken, behold, there went out a sword to sow. And it came to pass as he sowed, some fell by the wayside. Lord, have mercy. Look at your neighbor and say, protect your seed. Hmm? He says, oh, Lord, this is a preach. <laughs> Get out of here. I got to go. Lord, have mercy. It says here, and it came to pass, he sowed, and some fell by the wayside. Hmm. And the fowls of the air came and devoured it up. Hmm? I'm at verse number five. And some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth. Don't you know if you're a good planter, you're a good farmer, you got to cover that seed up real good. You can't plant that seed on top of the ground. That seed at least have to be, you know, I don't know, six inches or better in the ground. You know, if you're planting real good, at least got to be six inches down there. Otherwise, it's going to burn up. Praise God. Some people, you know, if they, well, if it's depending on what kind of seed it is. Some people go a foot down, depending on what kind of seed it is. But you can't plant it, you know, a half an inch above the ground. It may not, it may not, may not catch on. It risks burning up in a real uh, tough environment. Okay, so the environment is conducive to how that seed is planted. But look what the Bible says here. And some fell on stony ground where it had not much earth and immediately it sprang up. Hmm? And then how much earth it was on top of the ground, it sprung up quick because it had no depth of the earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched. See, the roots didn't go down far enough. Hmm? And this is just like some of us that get in ministry, get in church, 
get saved, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and we think we know more than the pastor. Hmm? You'll last a little while, but we need to take heed to these wise teachers, you know, these bishops and pastors that's been in the race a long time. Praise God. And I'm not saying God don't give you stuff and don't have revelation for you. I'm saying we have to be careful. Somebody say amen. Look at this. He says, and it immediately sprang up because there was no depth, no depth of the earth. When you don't have no depth, it's very, very hard to withstand the brunt of the day. But when the sun was up, it was scorched because it had no root. It withered away. And you can see people, they be in church today. And next thing you know, they back in the street drinking. Oh, Lord, I'm mercy. They back in the street doing something, oh, Lord, else, worse than they were doing before. Why? And some fell among thorns because they didn't protect that seed. Hmm? Look at this. And the thorns grew up and choked it. Mm-hmm. What's choking you? Oh, let me get out here. Lord have mercy. What is choking you, saints? Praise God. Prayer line is on. Uh, Bible class twice a week. Sunday service. What's in Sunday school? What's choking you? Praise God. Oh, let me get out of here. Oh, God. Lord have mercy. Hmm. You know what? This world can choke you. Let me get out of here. And it yielded no fruit. It didn't produce none. And some of us, we've been planted right. Well, we got the right soil. We're getting the right nutrients and everything, but we still ain't producing because of what? There's something choking you. There's something else you doing that's stopping your increase, stopping your flow. We got too many other things going on. Pray, oh Lord, you would, oh Lord, you would be putting out more, but you got too many other things drawing, oh, drawing your strength. Let me get out of here. And he says, and it yielded no fruit. So you can't bring forth none. And the other fell on good ground. He talks about these four soil, fell on good ground. And it says here, and it did yield fruit and sprang up and it increased. When the, when the, when the, oh Lord have mercy. When everything is the way it's supposed to be, when that seed has been, oh Lord, planted right, it's going to bring forth and it's going to increase. And it brought forth some 30, some 60, some 100 fold. And he said unto them, he that hath ears, let him hear. I want you to read the rest of chapter four down to about 20 of Mark. We're going to pick it back up Friday. We're going to pick up, um, Verse number 10, Mark 4 and 10. We're going to pick it up Friday, Mark 4 and 10, and we're going to continue this series. But I got to go to the next scripture. We're going to pick it back up, though. Uh, we want to go to our next scripture, um, Revelations 3 and 2, and then Hebrews 2 and 1. All right? Revelation 3 and 2. I want to get the third time that they that is uh, talking about watch and pray here. Revelations 3 and 2. I know you all know what it says, if you Bible scholars, but we want to get it. Uh, for our audience, okay? Revelations 3 and 2. I want you to see something here. Revelations 3 and 2. He says, be watchful and strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die. 
for I have not found thy works perfect before God. He said, remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not uh, watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I come upon thee. This is what he talks about in, in Revelation chapter 3 to this lifeless church. He tells them to watch, and I'm saying what the Bible is saying to us today is we need to watch and we need to protect our seed. Praise God. We're going to get into a little farther. I want to go to Hebrews. Uh, let's go to Hebrews um, 2 and 1. All right. Hebrews 2 and 1. He says, therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. We need to know uh, that we need to take heed and we need to be watchful. Hmm? And he says, here, for if the word was spoken by angel was steadfast, every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense or reward. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord hmm? and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, which was the apostles and God bearing them witness, both signs and wonders and divers miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. Hmm? We need to make sure that we protect our seed saints. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, finish reading Mark chapter 4, 10 through about 20. It's about 10 more verses of scripture. I want to break that down and get farther into this. Protect your seed and have, uh, be watchful. Have the watchfulness for the Lord because the Lord is soon to return. So we need to be watchful for the Lord because the Lord is soon to return. This is why we need to be watchful. Okay. We're going to go. Um, uh, I think we're out of time. I want to get the one last scripture, but we we're out of time. So I want to thank you for joining us on the faith in God internet TV today. I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newson. We want to say God bless you and thank you for joining us. Uh, we do want you to uh, continue to subscribe and, uh, uh, have others subscribe to our channel. And so we'd like you to do that and let us know um, how you uh, uh, rate the channel and uh, how we're doing as a, as a podcast uh, entity. And so we thank and praise God for that. Uh, we want to say to the people of God, uh, there will be, uh, from my understanding, I believe uh, there will be um, a Bible class on Thursday, if the Lord's will, I believe there will be Bible class. And so I, uh, I would just ask you, uh, on the local church, on the local level, uh, please check with, um, our church secretary and they will, uh, inform you, uh, of the coming, uh, current events of this week. Okay. However, continue to pray for the Newsom, uh, Broussard Banks family. Let's continue to uh, pray for them. Uh, as uh, there's a memorial service tomorrow that starts, the wait starts at 11 at uh, J.D. Davis uh, Funeral Home on the 67, I believe, 09 West Capitol, somewhere like that. And uh, it's going to start, the wait starts at 11 uh, to 12, and then the uh, funeral service will start promptly at 12 noon 
until about uh, one uh, thereabout. And so we ask that all that desire to attend and support that family uh, and our family, please uh, feel free to do so. And so with no further ado, we want to say God bless you. Thank you for joining us in the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, may God bless you in Jesus' name.